0: As requested by many, you are listening to episode 2 of Shore Stories. The overwhelming feedback from the listeners after episode 1 was was amazing. Um, I'm glad that those of you who have reached out enjoyed it so much. So I thought, well, it's about time we go ahead and do episode 2. Now, before I get started, I want to say that if you want to reach out to us here at the podcast, you can do so. Shore stories at yahoo.com. Uh, we will get back to you in due time, but please, we welcome all interaction as we uh, take this journey together through the realms of the eastern shore of Virginia. So, in this episode, this is going to be another uh, wet your beak episode, so to speak, another teaser as uh, we're kind of building up each episode as we go this one's going to be a cartography if you will and hopefully you know what that means because i've got a solid nandua educational background and cartography is the study and or the creation of maps so we're going to look at places of interest and or locations and i like to start inside out Just as if I was building a football team, I'd start with the offensive line and work my way out. That's how you win football games. But anyway, so Deep Creek, I will tell you that I doubt I'll hit all the locations. I'll get most of them though. And there's, I'm going to enjoy this quite a bit because we got some good background for some of these places. So I'm going to start closest to the water, what we called the state dock. Now this was, this is pre Marina Harbor that they got now, um, there was just what we called the state dock. Um, you had, There was an old falling down oyster house that, when I moved there, pretty much wasn't used. Uh, I was told back in the day that there were card games that went on in there, but I never got to witness any of that. Um, so you had the state dock. You had that old oyster house. Eventually, it just kind of collapsed on itself and fell down. And then a little bit farther, headed back out from the state dock, you had um, Crab House owned by captain foskey i believe was the proper terminology we would use and that's uh my man scott his grandfather and friend of mine greg would been his his father family business um so if we leave from the state dock we head out head out towards the town of Annancock and make our way um we'll eventually here on the right hand side right up to chick store now if you we able to purchase something from Chick store in its heyday and or just just be a part of it. Go in and sit down as the watermen would sit and tell stories and talk. It was a sight. Um, being a kid from New Jersey who moved to the Eastern Shore like I did, to be exposed to... I mean, you talk about just complete change. Um, you know, I go from a place where there's a 7-Eleven on every corner and people all over the place. Cars, I mean, just ridiculous amounts of people to our closest convenience store is this chick store. Um, I won't go into detail on all the stories, but there are some good ones. Um, if you didn't get to know Chick Williams, um, he was an interesting character. When I first moved down to Deep Creek, the, the, the thing we did as a group was funny, was go in there and, and pretty much the idea in the game was which was to try to get him going. So what could you say to Chick? In return he would politely curse you out and or call you types of names that was pretty much the game um and the other thing was was that he would let you periodically charge a drink charge a, a tasty cake whatever the case and a lot of times you know if you didn't pay him especially he would just start dropping f-bombs on you curse you out call you all types of names and chase you out of the store so chick store was also our bus stop now later on in life um I believe it just was passed down to the family as, um, Donnie Lee's mom and dad kind of took it over and then she ran it for a while. Um, and I think there was somebody who owned it in between there and, uh, I don't remember his name. You have to, uh, excuse me for that, but, so that was, that's a landmark down there. Now that's now since then been falling down and gone. Um, so you had Chick Store. Um, you went down a little farther down. There was the basketball goal at the end of the corner, right in the corner of Allen Lane, which is where a few of us lived, um, down there on Allen Lane and across the street. You also had Hubert's Yard. Now, Hubert's Yard was basically the Rose Bowl. That that was where we played football. So if you said, oh, we'll play at Hubert's, everybody knew where to go. It was right on the corner. Um, it was It was a big enough patch of grass that we could play football there. It was aligned by a ditch between the road and the field was a ditch. And multiple people went into that ditch. I witnessed a friend of mine get hit so hard he went head first through the fence post and then through the fence post into the ditch. And that is a true story. And we had to like drag him out of there because we thought he was going to drown. But in all essence, I mean, the thing was, if you ran a route down that side, you just expect to be knocked in the ditch. And, I mean, it was, uh, it was your own bed. But that was our Rose Bowl. That was our uh, FedEx field, if you will. Um, let's see. So, from there, we would head on out a um, couple turns left, right, left, right, and make our way past the uh, street there where my Aunt Elsa lives on, or used to live on, and uh, the Williams, Man Williams, and Trish, and Sean, the little man at the time back in the day. We used to call Aunt Trish. Um I don't know the name of that street. I don't forgot. Um, but anyway, keep going farther out. Eventually, you get to the corner where my grandparents lived. Now, in that little corner right there is what they called Ziggles Creek. Now, that was the premier snowball spot. So, as you know, you get a bunch of sh- snow on the eastern shore. Everything closes down. So, you know, when you grow up in a place at any time, there was, hell, 10, 11 of us all relatively close to age. Um, we had enough to field a football team walking around, you know, and Ziggles Creek was one of the places we'd hide and wait for cars to come and hit with snowballs. I mean, it's just it's just what we did. Everybody did it at some point. Um, it's also the spot where yours truly hit a driver who had his window down, and all, to this day, I'm going to go ahead and say it was his fault. He ought to known better. Um, but, probably traveling between 5 and 10 miles an hour with his window down. I think it was Calvin. And, uh, yeah, yours truly packed one up and flung her from uh, the corner there and and hit him right in the uh, right in the mouth. I don't know if I threw 10 of them I could have hit him again, but I got him. And uh, for quite a while I was afraid to go into Chick Store because, hell, I wasn't, but I don't know, 11, 10, 12, something like that. And... You know, of course, like in true form, the boys were messing with me saying he was out looking for me um, and I was afraid to go in the chicks. And I went in there one day. He was sitting in there and uh, he didn't say a whole lot to me. But, you know, when you're 11 and 12 and somebody your boys tell you that there's this fellow you hit and the snowball's coming after you. I, was, I don't know what he's going to do but yeah so you had ziggles there um now ziggles i learned later on actually connected to schooner bay we took a few trips through there um probably shouldn't have it's a wonder none of us got lost out there in the marsh and didn't come back but you could take it all the way over to schooner bay um if you want to take a shortcut but it was it wasn't cleared or anything it's just full of marsh and woods and ticks and you know god knows what else Um, from there you make your way headed out towards deep creek eventually you get to uh, leatherberry church where you can make the right head on down the schooner bay and then hit no man's land now no man's land um to me is an historic part of the trip down the deep creek because it's i mean it's i I don't know how long it is it's got to be a couple miles long woods on both sides no lights um at nighttime just blacker than black i mean i've few times i found myself on that stretch road with either a broken bicycle where the chain popped off uh and or a broken down vehicle and had to walk it and uh i didn't enjoy that if you've ever been in a place where you can't see anything it's so dark there's no lights woods and all you hear is is the noises coming from it you know at a young age that'll that'll spook you pretty good and eventually you head on out there you take no man's land out and you well, used to be hunger haven there at the end um i think it's mallard's now i'm not even sure if it's still open it's been quite a while um and then you go left to right and then make your way out to Nancock or whatever um, but those are some of the some of the points of interest i would say or places of interest when we talk about deep creek and um i thought well let me do a little short podcast and talk about some of these places as they're gonna start coming up because um, my you know this podcast is going to be centered around trying to get into some of these stories from the 90s uh, growing up in deep Creek and uh, a lot of you have already reached out and made mention of of things and and why you've enjoyed it so far but um, you know these long form interviews we're gonna do in essence they're just going to be jump backs or throwbacks if you will to you know what I hold dear as a great time in a young person's life um, and all the things in between and uh, you know there's gonna be lots of stories to tell lots of characters to introduce and or talk to um, so I'm really looking forward to that so uh, I think that's gonna kind of wrap it up for this episode again just a short one I just wanted to kind of talk about some of these places and um, you know I'm still feeling this out how this is all gonna work I hope to get our first one-on-one interview down for you guys to listen to here in the next week or two um but in the meantime you know we got two episodes out please check us out you can listen to us through spotify um, or anywhere you get your podcast is sure, search for Shore stories and again if you're going to reach out to the show Sure stories at yahoo.com we do envision we'll be have a social media outlet at some point right now we're just uh we're just trying to get off the ground so, you have yourself a fantastic day. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed episode two of Shore Stories.